four powers of the last rites. An Ask Father session with Father Michael Rodriguez. Why are the last rites important? What are they meant to accomplish? Can extreme unction forgive sins? And is there a difference between receiving extreme unction in the traditional rite or anointing of the sick in the new rite? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Welcome to another session of Ask Father, brought to you by the Fatima Center. My name is Father Michael Rodriguez, and I am a priest of the Diocese of El Paso, Texas. Today we have a question from Lupe. Lupe asks, What do the last rites do for a person who is dying? Do they cleanse his sins even if he is unable to confess or receive the adicum? Also, does it matter if I receive the last rites according to the new rite or the traditional rite? Lupe, just to review for you and for all our viewers, when we talk about the last rites, we are talking about three separate sacraments. The sacrament of penance or confession, Holy Communion, it's specifically called viaticum in this case because that word means to take with you on the way and it's a reference to how we're in receiving Holy Communion when we're near death that our Lord is going to accompany us. We're going to take Him with us on the great way, the great passage to, God willing, eternal life from mortal or, or life here on earth to eternal life. And then the sacrament of extra unction. The fact that these sacraments are all part of the last rites, it also highlights how our entire lives are to be sacramental. That is, always looking to receive God's grace as it's given to us through the holy sacraments. And so just think about this for a moment because it's worth reflecting on the fact that if throughout our life, if we're not making efforts to live faithfully to the sacraments of confession and holy communion, making a holy confession, making a, a worthy confession, and making a worthy holy communion, how can we expect to do this when we're upon our deathbed? Just the fact that these last rites are grouped together are a great encouragement to us to be as faithful as we can always to confession and Holy Communion. Always seeking to receive these sacraments more worthily. That should always be a spiritual goal for us Catholics. Going back to Lupe's specific question, does the sacrament of extra unction cleanse us of our sins, even if we're unable to confess? Yes. If one is unable to confess, the sacrament of extra unction can forgive one's mortal sins, provided that one is truly sorry for one's sins. Obviously, the last rites all go together, so the ideal is always for the person, hopefully, to be able to make a good and holy confession. The question is here is that if the person is unable to. For example, an unconscious person may in fact receive the sacrament of extra unction. 
And if this person is guilty of mortal sins and is truly sorry for those sins, the sacrament of extra unction will restore him or her to sanctifying grace. However, in this case, if he or she recovers, he or she is bound to confess the mortal sins which were forgiven by the sacrament of extra unction. The sacrament of extra unction specifically provides the following. One, comfort in sickness and strength against temptation. Two, an increase in sanctifying grace. This means greater glory in heaven. Again, remember, the amount of sanctifying grace that I die with that is going to equal the amount of glory that I have in heaven for all eternity. So this is also a wonderful effect of the sacrament of extra unction. Three, it cleanses the soul from sin and reduces temporal punishment due to sin. And four, it also serves for the healing of the body when this is for the good of the soul. And so the sacrament of extra unction can actually also bring about a physical healing uh, that's for the good of the soul and then finally Lupe asks does it matter if I receive the last rites I'll focus specifically on the sacrament of extra unction does it matter if I receive the last rites according to the new rite or the traditional rite those of you who already know me a little bit will already know the answer to this the, the simple answer to this question and it's yes of course it matters it matters a great deal. Because remember, Lupe and all our viewers, lex orandi, lex credendi. The way that we pray, the way that we celebrate the sacraments, the way that we participate in the sacraments, again, the prayers that we're praying in the sacraments, this is an expression of our faith. And the changes that were made to the Mass, the changes that were made to the Sacrament of Extra Unction, changes that were made to the Sacrament of Confession, changes that were made to the Reception of Holy Communion. All of these, the old rite, our ancient rite, is vastly superior. It is truly expressing the beauty and the, the fullness, the power of our Catholic religion, this is not the case with the new rite. And just think of it also in this way. Our Catholic religion, especially when it comes to the sacraments, it's a question of passing on faithfully what we have received. And so we want to also receive the last rites, those holy sacraments of confession, of viaticum, holy communion, and of extra unction, faithful to what we've always done as Catholics, what we've done for centuries and centuries and centuries and centuries. We certainly don't want to change those holy sacraments in, in both details and in also more serious ways, just for the sake of modernism of trying to keep up with the world. It certainly does matter. The prayers in the old rite or in the ancient rite, the prayers of the sacrament of extreme unction are significantly different from those in the new rite. And what's basically happening is in the ancient rite, it is a much more Catholic expression of 
asking God for the graces that we need, specifically invoking the power of the holy name of Jesus, the power of the sign of the cross, and the power of God, and invoking also His mercy, to forgive sins. These are aspects that are so important. They're highlighted by the prayers and by the, we might say, gestures. They're highlighted by the right of extreme unction. To a large extent, they've been eliminated in the new right of anointing of the sick. So, Lupe and all our viewers, as with all aspects of our Catholic faith, be faithful to the ancient rite. Be faithful to our tradition as Catholics. Hand on faithfully that which you have received. Our lex orandi and our lex credendi as Catholics. The way that we pray and the way we believe. They go together. It makes a difference. I'll give you just one example of the difference. And this, it doesn't even have to do, I would say, it's indirect. Well, indirect, it is direct, but indirectly with the sacrament of extra function. The oil that is used, the oil of the sick that is used in the sacrament of extra function, the old rite, listen to the beginning of the blessing that is prayed over this oil. This prayer is not prayed in the new rite. It's a marvelous prayer that's invoking great graces from God. These graces then are being transmitted when the priest is giving extra unction to the sick. This is gone when it has to do with the new rite. I'm going to read straight from the Missal so all of you can find this prayer. This is the 1962 Roman Daily Mass Missal. It's published by Angelus Press. I'm reading from page 511. And this is the blessing of the oil of the sick that takes place on Maundy Thursday or Holy Thursday. This is what the bishop prays. This is only the beginning of the prayer. It's what's called the exorcism of the oil. I exorcise thee, thou unclean spirit, and every assault of Satan, and every phantasm, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Do thou depart from this oil, so that it may become a spiritual unguent for strengthening the temple of the living God, so that the Holy Ghost may dwell therein, by the name of God the Father Almighty, and by the name of His well-beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who will come to judge the living and the dead in the world by fire. A marvelous prayer of exorcism Three times the power of the sign of the cross is being made and the holy name of God the Father and of our Savior Jesus Christ is being invoked to exorcise and then make this oil holy. Beautiful graces that are being invoked. Beautiful sacramentals, specifically the sign of the cross that is being invoked. These missing in the new rite. And then, when it comes to the actual anointing with the extreme unction, one of the things that is also highlighted in the old rite is the number of the anointings that are made on one's body. There are more anointings than in the new rite. There are therefore more signs of the cross that are made in the new rite. And the priest repeats more times, because he's also praying this prayer with each anointing, invoking God's most tender mercy. Time after time after time in the old rite, 
the God's tender mercy is being invoked so that the Lord may forgive the sins of the dying person. The sins that he's committed based on the different senses. You know, the eyes, ears, nose, mouth, hands, feet. It truly makes a difference. And so here Lupe, as in all aspects of, again, our Catholic religion, I strongly, strongly urge you, do your very best to be 100% faithful to our traditional sacraments as Catholics, to our traditional prayers, our traditional pious practices and devotions. Thank you for your question, Lupe. Sacred Heart of Jesus, Thy Kingdom come, Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. This presentation has been brought to you by the Fatima Center. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved. Please include the Fatima Center among those apostolates to whom you send a portion of your monthly tithe. Regular monthly donors are vital for our continuing operation. To support Our Lady's Apostolate or to send Father a question, please visit our website, www.fatima.org or call us. 1-800-263-8160 By the intercession of Our Lady's Immaculate Heart May this Ask Father answer help you to know, love, and serve God better Our Lady of Fatima Pray for us